0: hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. you ready to scale your business but you're not sure where to start you can take my free two-minute quiz to uncover the secret strengths of your agency owner personality type you'll discover how you can use your strengths to scale and streamline your business without compromising you head to the show notes for the link sundrajulian.co forward quiz Well hey friend, welcome to episode 80 of Business Your Way. Today is part three of the mini-series where I've been diving into the world of systems. And as you know, this is my favorite topic. Because systems are the backbone of any and every business, big or small. And systems are how you get from being small to being big. And you get to decide how big or large your small business can be. That's your decision. Your business systems are the tools, the processes, and the people that keep things running smoothly and efficiently so that you as the founder can get out of the weeds in your business. So in this mini-series, we're exploring the different elements of efficient systems and how they all work together to create a cohesive and effective operation that is your business. We've been looking at the importance of having the right tools in place and the value of a clear and efficient process. And part three which is today's episode, it's all about the role of people and people managing and optimizing the systems in your business. So whether you are a solopreneur, a service provider with a small team, whatever kind of business owner you are, or even maybe agency manager, maybe you're just simply curious about how systems work or how they should work, then this episode is for you. So if you are ready to get all geeky with me around things, systems, then let's dive into this episode. All right, this is part three of the mini-series, which is all about your people, because your people play a crucial role in the success and effectiveness of your systems themselves. And without... Your your people operating effective systems, whether that's processes or tools, you might find that the way that you are managing projects is different every time. Maybe every time you put out a proposal or send a quote off, it's different in the way that you are creating them. They look different. How you go about it is different. No two project budgets that you are working on look the same have the same things in it and your team might be saving your documents all over the show and it takes a while to find exactly what you need or your team are using your systems in a different way. Every tool that they're using, they are using it differently. These things that I've mentioned, these are all indicators that your business is lacking standard processes. In other words, you don't have a high level of consistency in the way that you're doing things, the way that you're carrying out tasks in your business are all, all over the show and your people have got nothing to follow. So if you want to backtrack and catch up on the mini-series, if you haven't already, you can go back and listen to part one, which is where we covered your system tools, and I gave some recommendation on tools for service providers and agency owners. Last week was part two, where we covered off your system processes. And in this episode, which is the last in this mini-series, we're covering your people, Because they are the crucial ingredient to the success and effectiveness of your business systems. Your people are the creators, the implementers, and the maintainers. Maybe that's not even a word, but today it's a word. It makes sense in the way that I'm thinking about this anyway. Because your people are the creators, the implementers, and the maintainers of your business systems. And they are also the ones who are the most affected by your systems or your lack of systems. And there are some key roles that people play in your business systems. So firstly, your leadership team play a crucial role. And when I say leadership team, this might be just you you are the leader of your business. You are your leadership team. You're a leadership team of one. And you play a vital role in the creation and implementation of systems because this is your business. You want to run your business your way, right? So you're responsible for setting the direction and the goals of your business. The leader or leadership team, maybe you have a project manager in your business who forms part of your leadership team, so there's just you and your project manager, you play an important role in communicating the systems to your team and ensuring that they understand the systems and your systems are being followed by all. Which brings me to the next key role in your business, being your team. And you may only have a team of two or three. It doesn't have to be a big team. And they could be employees or contractors. Doesn't really matter. But these people are the ones who are responsible for carrying out the systems on a day-to-day basis. So it's important that they understand and support the systems. They also need to be trained in how to use your systems effectively. And then once you've got your systems in place and your team have been trained, use your team to provide feedback and give suggestions for improvements of your tools and your processes. Because they are using the processes and the tools, so they will be the first people to spot where improvements can be made. And then comes your customers or your clients, depending on what you want to call them. I use those terms interchangeably. Sometimes I use customers. Sometimes I use clients. Probably more often than not, I use clients. But these are the end users of your systems. And their feedback is important in making sure that your systems are meeting their needs and their expectations. After all, you're in business to provide the service to your clients. Your tools, systems, processes, people They are just here as a way of helping you deliver the service to your customers in a more cost-effective way, in a more consistent way. So your clients can play a role by giving you feedback and helping to identify any issues or any areas for improvement. Now, they're not going to give you direct feedback on your systems, but it's going to be subtle feedback like, Oh my gosh, that was so easy to make an appointment with you. That tool that you're using is fabulous. So that's the kind of feedback that you can expect from your, from your clients about your systems or your processes and the people, which is the customer service part where that comes in. I would highly recommend having a dedicated person appointed to managing and optimizing your systems. I didn't have this in my business for such a long time, but what I've since learned is that this role is crucial for the success and the effectiveness of your systems in your business, because in my business, we had processes and we had some great tools, but how they were being documented and implemented was very ad hoc. I would be the person training my team on how to do something, how to use a tool. So the buck stopped with me. And then when my team, when I handed the the tool and the process over to my team, they would slightly adjust the process to what they thought was best. And then when they then trained another person how to use the process, they would slightly adjust the process to what they thought was best. And before I knew it, the task wasn't even getting done to my standard of expectation. You know, one person, she was like, oh, we can do this quicker by taking out this step, this step, and the step. And then she was shortcutting. She was finding the shortcuts in the system. But that shortcut was also compromising the customer service. So then when the next person got trained on how to do the process, There were all these shortcuts and then there were things being missed. And then I realized that they were like, hey, what happened? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't this happen? And so that ended up by me being the bottleneck in my business. So when I decided to get serious about removing myself as the bottleneck in my business and getting a dedicated person to manage and optimize our systems, everything changed for the better when you have a team even a small team of two or three people maybe as well as yourself I would highly recommend appointing a dedicated person who has specialized expertise in the area of systems management and systems optimization they have the knowledge and the skills necessary to design implement and maintain systems effectively This dedicated person will provide consistency and continuity in the management and optimization of your systems. They are the person responsible for ensuring that systems are running smoothly and that any issues are being resolved quickly. A dedicated person will take a proactive approach to systems management and optimization. They're always looking for ways to improve systems and make them more efficient without compromising that customer service element, which is really important for us service providers. A dedicated person will take a proactive approach to systems management and optimization for your business. They are always looking at ways to improve the systems and make them even more efficient. They will implement a continuous improvement attitude in your business, which will become contagious. A dedicated person also provides better communication and coordination between different teams or team members, depending on the size of your business. They act as that liaison person between you as the leader and the rest of the team. Remember, you as the leader, you are deciding on the systems and casting that vision for what you want the systems to look like. So your dedicated person is ensuring that the systems are meeting the needs of everyone, including your clients. Having a dedicated person in place can be cost effective in the long run, as it helps to avoid costly mistakes and downtime in your team. It might feel like a big investment at the beginning, but believe me, the long-term gains for your business are invaluable. I remember when you know I made the decision to invest in a dedicated person, I was like, Ugh, I'm going to just bite the bullet and I'm going to make the investment. Now I am, what, I'm 12, 14 months into having a dedicated person in my agency and the gains have been incredible. Like, My business feels like night and day when it comes to consistent processes being implemented and the maximization of our tools has just gone to a new level. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, to jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. So having a dedicated person also ensures that compliance with any industry regulations and standards are being met. You might not think that you have any industry regulations to comply with but simple compliance like ensuring that you receive a valid tax invoice for your expenditure means that you remain compliant with your accounting with the inland revenue with your taxes so a dedicated person does so much for your business the benefits of having this person in place are truly endless and you know, I'm speaking from a personal experience here, but you have to come at it from the long game. You have to be playing the long game with this dedicated person. When you have someone like this in place, it ensures that your systems are always running at their optimal level and your team are always proactively looking for ways to improve your processes and utilize your systems. And the real biggie are that the systems are followed by all. So your next question might be, well, how many hours does this person, do I need this person for? And so my recommendation is that you start with a dedicated person for maybe five or ten hours a week. Based on my team size, I opted to get someone in for 10 hours a week, and their first project was cleaning up my processes. So let's move on and talk about how you build and lead a team that can effectively manage your systems, because like I said before, having your systems followed by all is the crucially important piece here. You can have beautiful processes and you can have the best systems. But if the processes are not being followed by all, and this is not a culture that you are embedding into your business, then you're going to continue to feel like business is hard continuously. And you as the business owner, you're going to be stuck in the weeds all of the time. So let's get you out of the weeds. Let's remove you from being the bottleneck in your business and let's get a dedicated person in place who can lead your team to effectively manage your systems. So let's take a look at how you might do this because I'm all about the how-tos. So firstly, you need to clearly define the roles and responsibilities in your business. Have an accountability chart in your business. This creates structure and when you clarify roles, you create clear reporting lines, enabling communication to flow and help people know who to work with to get things done. So that's your first step. And then make sure that each team member has a clear understanding of their role and their responsibilities within the team and what role within the accountability chart that they are holding specifically. Then hire the right people for the right seat. Look for individuals with the right skills and experience to fill the roles on your team, the responsibilities that you've defined in your accountability chart. The right people in the right seat makes a huge difference to the way that your team operates. Then you want to invest in training and development programs to ensure that your team members have the skills and knowledge necessary to effectively manage your systems. This could be internal training. This could be training that is done by another team member. This is training that can be done by you. So you could do internal training or you could do external training. So you might have some training on your tools. So, get some specific training on your tools and then do some internal training on the way that you use those tools. Next, you want to open the lines of communication. You want to encourage open communication amongst team members to foster collaboration and problem solving. And then set clear and measurable goals for your team and track their performance to ensure that they're meeting the expectations. Because their performance is going to revolve around your systems. Then you can make performance about the systems and not the person. Or if they're about the person, you can clearly put a performance review in place. It makes it much easier to manage the people in your business. Next, you want to create a positive working environment that is conducive to teamwork and creativity. Even if your team is a remote team, you can still have a work environment that fosters continuous improvement, transparency, and accountability. That doesn't only exist for a team in a physical office. We have learned, well, I have learned as a leader to create this in a remote team environment. We have all of the tools for us to make this really effective. My next tip for you is to encourage your team members to come up with new ideas and ways to improve your business systems. Everyone should be part of your continuous improvement program for your business because through continuous improvement your business will grow and evolve. It will keep up with the changing times because the world around us is ever evolving and we as businesses, we want to keep up with that evolution, especially if we want our business to be current. The next step is to regularly review and update your systems to ensure that they are still effective and efficient, which is what I was referring to is the business world around us evolves very quickly. And so we want to make sure that we are reviewing our internal processes regularly to ensure that we are keeping up with current trends. Not that you have to jump on top of every trends, but, you know, it's about moving with the times, using effective technology to keep your business current, effective, and efficient. Number 10 is you want to empower your team. Empower your team members to make decisions and take ownership of their work. When they take ownership of their work, you can create better accountability and transparency. And then be a role model for your team and lead by example. Like this is one of my core values in life is to be the role model and to lead by example demonstrate the importance of systems management and optimization. You have to make sure that you are also utilizing your systems and you are following your processes. If you can't do this, why on earth would you expect your team to do it? And That really went through my mind just last week when I was listening to someone else's podcast and, you know, they were saying they were terrible at using their project management tool, but they expected their team to use it. They didn't allow their team to tag them in tasks in their project management system. And I'm like... Well, then what is the point of having a project management system where you can communicate against a task right there and no one loses the thread, it's not lost in an email and everyone's on the same page? And if you as the business owner aren't doing that, then I'm just not sure how you expect your business to grow or your team to follow the systems that you want to put in place when you yourself as the leader are not using them. I just found that out of integrity and out of alignment. But again, that comes back to my personal values. You can all run your business your way, which is what I say all the time. You run your business your way. You do you, boo. But over here, I am encouraging you as the leader of your business to lead by example. If you don't do it, then don't expect your team to do it either. Alrighty, climbing down off my soapbox. The role of people in systems is crucial for the success and the effectiveness of your business. People are responsible for designing, implementing and maintaining your systems, as well as ensuring that they are running smoothly and meeting the needs of everybody who interacts with your business. Having a dedicated team member in place to manage and optimize your systems brings Specialized expertise, consistency, continuity, and a proactive approach, it creates better communication, and in the long term, having a dedicated person is cost effective. Remember, it's the long game that we're playing here. Building and leading a team that is dedicated, skilled and motivated is crucial to achieving success in managing and optimizing your business systems and achieving scalable growth for your business. Now, scalable growth is something that I'm talking about quite regularly here on the podcast because I believe that scalable growth is how we move forward and make more profit in a service-based business. We're not just growing our business, and it's it's a little harder to scale a service-based business because the service is based on the number of hours people can put in delivery. But we can achieve scalable growth, which improves our profitability in our service-based business. I've got a dedicated episode on the podcast here talking about scalable growth. So I'm going to pop that link in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about this concept of scalable growth, then I encourage you to go listen to that episode. But coming back to wrapping up today's episode and part three of this mini series, your role as the business owner is to provide effective leadership and communication as well as being the role model for your team. These, in my opinion, are key to ensuring that systems are running smoothly and that any issues are resolved quickly. That's important for a service-based business. We don't want issues to linger on because that costs us money. And especially in a small growing business, you want to operate a small but mighty team because this small but mighty team will win every time. And that's it, my friend. That brings us to the end of the mini-series where we covered the importance of systems in your business, the tools, the processes, and the people. So you can go back to part one, which is episode 78, where I highlighted the different tools that can be used to manage and optimize your systems. And I offered tips for selecting the right tools for your service-based business. In part two, which is episode 79, that's last week, we explored the importance of having a clear and efficient process in place, and we discussed how to design and implement a process that works for your business. Not a stock standard, somebody's template, no, we want to implement processes that work for your business, the way that you want to operate your business, the way that you want to do business. And I provided tips on where and how to store your standard operating procedures. And then today in part three, this is episode 80, I highlighted the importance of having a team that is committed to continuous improvement of your systems and the focus a dedicated person can bring to your business when it comes to managing and optimizing your systems. So to close out, I can't emphasize enough that having systems in place that are well designed, well implemented and well maintained is crucial for the success, the effectiveness and the ultimate scalable growth of your business. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.